0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Jacked Ramsey's very emotional just full of joy uh intro here is it's uh 8:40 in the morning cuz mostly I'm an idiot and uh, I screwed up the time <laughs> yesterday that Sprague and I were going to do this, so now I'm up in the morning um, recording bright and early. Bushy-tailed, I'm Danny Morang, joined as always by Brandon Sprague. This is Jack on part of the Blue Wire Network. Simple things here real quick. If you haven't already, please like, rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you may be. That's right, we are available everywhere you can get it. You can't get away from us. That's how this works.
2: We will haunt your dreams. If, is basically how we feel.
1: If we're not already, like it, I think that's kind of how it goes. It's just an effervescence kind of feel.
2: Sprague, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Good morning, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to record this before we get NFL kickoff action. I know people are going to hear this much later, but oh, uh, sure. It's nice to record on a Sunday morning. I like it up. or I'm a big bright and early Sunday morning guy. I don't really care for sleeping in, so mm. this kind of falls right in line with the schedule. This is like the one day a week that I that I, I will shoot for it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. This is where it happens.
1: Absolutely. Um, obviously not today. I, I got up. I don't know about an hour, hour and a half ago. And, I, yeah, and we were still talking. I had, I, I still have my morning voice, which I didn't think was really a thing, but apparently it is.
2: No, it's it's absolutely a real thing. Because sometimes I'll have it on the radio show, and then I'll I'll meet somebody, and they're like, "You sound a little different." And I'm like, "I mean, radio always makes you sound a little different." Oh, and you, then there's, yeah. I'm talking at 6 a.m. Like what do you think I'm it to sound like it's two o'clock in the afternoon? No Just way. Bright eyed and bushy tail, baby.
1: All uh, right. I tell you what, uh, we, we get some bright eyed and bushy tailed questions, but first, before we dive into those, it won't go away. It won't go away, man. Um, Ben Simmons, as, it's a good thing he's he's an Aussie because it's like a boomerang,
2: man. Like, oh my just, God, you fi- you find this worthy of discussion, and I find that interesting because it's just it won't go away. It's a nothing burger. It, it's a
1: nothing burger. It of a is. Nothing burger. But why won't why why does it keep getting pushed to the top?
2: Well, my my guess first of all is they're getting a lot of they're generating a lot of clicks and interest with any story related to him because the Philly fans are rabid, right? So they want to see. A, what that's the a update. word that
1: I would use.
2: Yeah, that's the kind word. Um, I I th- I thought it was almost borderline comical. I won't I won't ever call anybody out on social. Well, I, that's not true. Sometimes I, I, I will. I, I did. Well, it's just like, why are you releasing a video that says breaking news? And it's yeah. basically like they tried to trade him again, and it didn't work. Yeah. Back to you. It's like I mean, you just the, carrying... the music in the
1: background was like, oh, buddy, oh, no. And then not.
2: the the trade request, like you want to say CJ into first. I think Neil should like heavily consider that. Yeah,
1: no, that's 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 the point of like you do it, but it should probably hurt a little bit more, which is why CJ and right. three first is probably which is insane because before all of this happened, before the playoffs, before everybody asked me, hey, you know, if Ben Simmons theoretically became available, I said CJ and three firsts. It is, right. It's funny that we're we're gonna work our way to where that's the price point.
2: And I still, I still don't think Neil would say yes to that. I think Neil would either bargain down to one or two firsts at the most. And that's just my, my opinion. I don't disagree. I just think it has to hurt because of the like the level of player. But he's not going to do it anyway. No. Like, Daryl could call tomorrow and be like, all right, two firsts and CJ for Ben. Do we got a deal? Neil will go, no. And then Daryl could go, I'll give you uh, Ben and you give me CJ and one first. And I still think Neil would tell him to F off. Which is
1: such if it ever got out that it it, that the the offer was cj and two first or the ask was cj and two first and they said no he should get flamed for that
3: well but who's gonna
2: flame who's gonna flame him us like that doesn't matter yeah i know (laughs) nationally he should i was told two weeks ago and this isn't like news groundbreaking news to anybody but basically i was told he is the owner yeah. The, the difference is he just doesn't have the title, and Jody lives in Seattle. They don't give a crap what no. this dude is doing. He is running this organization in every way. And he, he will
1: does. unless he, he does something quite negligent or criminal until the team is sold.
2: And I would argue losing Damian Lillard because you got bouncing around one is negligible, and you oh, should I, be fired. I would too, but I still don't But know I'm not bouncing. even, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not certain that that <laughs> is enough. I think he could spin his way out of that. Well, guys, we got CJ now. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Here we go. So
1: yeah, it's it, Ben Simmons keeps bubbling up in the in the background for just every stupid.
2: Where's reason. he gonna get traded? Like I don't think it's Portland, and I think the Blazer thing is dead. But it's like, look around the landscape. Where is he gonna end up? Because right now he's not going anywhere. Indiana offers them the most pieces, but I think that's the weirdest fit. Like I think that's a stupid trade. Uh, it's just like it makes sense for for Philly. Karis LaVert. yeah, sure, you get a good score, and Karis Levert can your own bucket. And Brogdon. like you get who, your
1: you get your playmakers, and you, you and he's good when he's healthy. Yeah. So like I I think that's like a good fit for him um for for Philly, but for Indiana, like I get Ben's a star, but oh god, I I feel like that's just a, a disaster waiting to happen.
2: I do too, I, and I feel like he would he would want to be he'd be done in two years. He'd play, and he'd be like, I want out of here. He'd, he'd burn everything down. Yeah.
1: Like I think. And maybe this is the hubris of just being out here. I think if it, if he did come to Portland, I think they would figure it out. Because I think Portland, at bare minimum, you're a 45-minute flight from L.A. Like, it's it's doable. Indiana, it's
2: a little... Way, way colder over there, too.
1: Yeah, and, like, sure, you got Chicago, but, like, do you guys want to go to Chicago?
2: See, that's the thing. I don't buy Chicago as a place either. Yeah. Like, they... Do you see Lonzo against the Pelicans? Yeah, look pretty good. Why would they want Ben Simmons? Yeah, I don't. It's, it's, it's a,
1: I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't see like, it's stupid because I, I genuinely believe that Portland is, Portland is the best candidate for them as far as like where both teams get better, which means it's a 0% likelihood. It's not, it, it, it's, it's like five years ago with Chris Middleton and CJ. Like that was, that was a deal that like you looked at it on paper and it was like, this makes the most sense. You you get a little more shot creation, ball handling, and CJ going up Milwaukee. You get a little bit bigger, a little more defensive versatility. Chris Middleton going back to Portland, win win. I mean, the Bucks stood out and ended up winning a title out of it. So
2: I'd say the Bucks ended up winning the, the non-trade because I don't think they won a championship with CJ versus what they had with Middleton. Yeah,
1: because Middleton Middleton had. Some performances that were stankers, but he had some absolute big buckets. Big yeah. buckets. Yes, he so, did. Um, all right,
2: uh, that's
1: that's the Ben Simmons discussion for now. Uh, I just kind of had to throw it in there because it keeps getting thrown to the top. Whoever the, the jerk is that keeps like pulling that paper out from the bottom of the pile and putting it back on top, go to hell. Stop! It's it's so frustrating. Um, We did have, I think we had like 15, 16 questions, and I had to whittle a a few down just to keep this down a little bit because we have so much. And I guess this is is a good point to talk about Um, news and notes. The Trailblazers preseason game on Tuesday has been moved to 2 p.m. due to the WNBA finals. Uh, Phoenix Mercury are playing later that night uh, in Phoenix. So the Blazer game is a early matinee it's early bird special um which tracks great for me
0: because i'm entirely washed Uh... we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
3: We're still debating whether or not
1: we're going to do a pregame show. Most likely not. Uh, right. That's just kind of how this is going to go. Otherwise, we're doing that pregame at like noon. <laughs> so, uh, but post game we will have you guys covered. Uh, we will have that. Uh, Dame and CJ are not playing in this game. So if there's going to be a game that's going to get buried a little bit, uh, it's yeah. this one.
2: So, uh, but please come uh. join
1: us for the post game.
2: Should be noted, you mean Wednesday? Well, I'm sorry,
1: Wednesday. Thank you. I said Tuesday. Sorry, you I'm said sorry. Tuesday. Yeah. You threw me off. I'm like, they don't have a bag. No, no no. Back. no, 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 It's, it's Wednesday. I, I, um, I screwed that up.
2: Which you know that that's fine. We'll we'll give you some post game thoughts most likely because again, to Danny's point, like how many people are going to be around at noon <laughs> on a Wednesday? Um, but we'll have post game thoughts, and it's going to be a big game for the younger guys. I'm I was incredibly delighted to read that news blurb that Danny, you you CJ love. Dave C J not playing. Ooh. Loved it. I loved it. Because play them tomorrow, play the Kings, and then you only have two more left. Like, who cares about those games?
1: You got the Mason Plumlee money gun out after you heard that
2: news, huh? Just firing it out in the air. I did. (laughs) I I absolutely did. And then, by the way, watch that game Wednesday. And then, if you can, watch the WNBA Finals because, man, that that final game between Vegas and Phoenix was un yeah. effing believable.
1: I I, I am a uh, Aces supporter. Uh, so that one that one stung a little bit, but Yeah, my daughter
2: has a Aja Wilson jersey, so that one hurt.
1: Listen, man, when when they revealed their their alternates this year, was it this year or last year? No, it was last year. God. All of the this red year. ones?
2: Yeah. I was like Yeah.
1: yeah I think their black like, and gold ones are filthy. No, that's what I mean. Like I I hadn't really chose a team like to kind of follow and I'm like, I gotta find somebody regional. I'm like, Sue's on the way out in Seattle, like She's not gonna be around forever, right? Diana's, you know, what thirty? She's aging. She's, yeah. she's on the way. Out. I'm like, let me go with a little bit younger team so I can stick with one. But Diana, yeah. Diana's still the goat, man. Yeah, still getting yeah. it done. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll obviously following the Blazers uh, Suns game. You'll have the uh, Mercury in the WNBA finals. So. Uh, Let's get into these questions, man, because we have a ton. Uh, The first one's actually not really a question because he prefaces it this way. This is Ryan Robertson, at Ryan Rob 2121 Not a question, but I just want to remind you how many turnovers there were early in bubble games. Honestly, wouldn't worry about the turnover rate. Nurk looked out of position on offense a few times. The spacing was wonky. It was the first game. No worries needed. What is your thought on the turnover problem in Game 1 going forward in the preseason?
2: I'm not, I'm more I'm more worried about that than I am Nurkic's fit. I think that is mm-hmm. going to be something where see where Chauncey and company are asking him to do slightly different things. The the turnover thing, like I get it, it's similar to what they were in the bubble. That still is a problem. <laughs> it's and not good. You're not winning ball games when you're turning the basketball over. Especially so twenty six I, times. I, I hear it. I totally get the point of view, but I'm just going to slightly push back and disagree. I you have to clean that up. And if you do not see that get cleaned up in a a dramatic way in these last three, um, I think we're going to have a real problem or something to keep an eye on for the regular season. Cause you do this during the regular season, you're most likely going to lose those ball games. I will always be more concerned with turnovers. Whereas new scheme, new coach, new idea philosophies. Yeah. uh, I'll allow a player to adapt and allow them to evolve and figure that out.
1: And this is the, I think we're we're kind of on the same page here, learning new scheme and learning where people are going to be. You can get some wonkiness that's different from from turnovers from trying things or um playing outside yourself right so perfect example which i hate to do this to the young man but nas was playing outside himself and was was pressing so he ends up with five turnovers doing things he doesn't normally do you know trying to mm-hmm. take guys on and that's part of what preseason is for but you've got to show that you can play within yourself and and that's for nas it's different from what it is for yusuf nurkic, for yusuf nurkic He's in a contract year where he's trying to show that he can do all of the Jokic things or diet Jokic, as our our, our pal Eric Gunderson put it. That's a problem if he's sloppy with the ball. And one of his big problems uh, with turnovers in game one was not playmaking, but his post play. And one of the things that Chauncey has said is they want to get him the ball more in the post. But if he's getting the ball on the post and he's unaware or he's sloppy on his catches or not feeling double teams or not feeling that pressure mm-hmm. and he's loose with the ball, come game twelve, come game fifteen. We've talked about this. They will pull that usage back. They can yeah. they can talk spicy about how much they want to get him involved, but if they're getting loose to a certain extent, they're they're gonna dial it back. They, they have to. I just I don't I don't understand it in that regard. But I'm not I'm not worried about it, right? Like right now, did it look great? No, but it, you had ten turnovers between Nurk and Nas alone, sixteen from everybody else. You had some sloppy play from the, from the regulars, but the back end of the bench guys, I don't care about their turnovers. Right. So I think there 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 is a grain of salt there, but it's certainly something I'm raising my
2: eyebrow about, right? I mean, twenty six should always get you to raise your eyebrow. Yeah,
1: you're like you Sure about that, guys? L- A <laughs> little bit better,
2: right? Right.
1: All right. Uh, it, uh, we're we're gonna touch back here on Ben Simmons again. This is from Be Wild at Brennan Dub. If Dame guaranteed Olshae, he would stay uh, in Portland, or it should be if Portland acquires Simmons. Does that change your willingness to trade multiple first? It does for me, but I'm curious about others' thoughts. Damon Simmons likely doesn't equal good picks, and contending should increase cheap help via vet men's. I think this is something that's already. Tenable in the sense of Dame would endorse and fully back Ben
2: Simmons. He already liked a photo with him in a blazer uniform. Uh, we know how he feels. Yeah.
1: For everybody out there thinking he wouldn't. Tra- I don't think he wants to trade CJ, but he would be accepting of that because Ben Simmons solves. Basically every shortcoming that they have, absolutely point of attack defender, six foot ten, gets downhill. He has his wards
2: under contract for four more seasons. You don't have to
1: because guys of his caliber don't become a, well don't become available. Right, that's 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 the thing. Yeah, so i I don't know if Dame guarantees, but I think if you swung this kind of move, this is as close you get to a guarantee as possible, right?
2: And I think a lot of people have highlighted the fact that CJ has not been traded, right, this entire time. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, well, it's Neil's guy. It's, well, how much does Dame not want to trade him? I think there's a little something to the Dame not wanting to lose CJ. but it's his his guy. But what I've always felt is, if if Neil was to walk up to Dame tomorrow and say, Dame, Daryl is desperate. Philly wants to get this done because they don't want to go into the year with this. They're offering... Uh, ben and we give him cj and let's just for argument say a first Mm -hmm. i doubt it gets that low but let's say they get desperate i don't think dame is the kind of person to say no i think he goes you think you help us win yeah and then neil if he wants to pull that he says yes and i i think at that point game just steps out of the way Dame
1: hits him with the you have my blessing
2: yeah i don't think it's like uh we'll get cj out of here he's never going to be that guy no. he's admittedly said he's not that guy i it's more a neil comes with him with a deal and that's clearly something that could make them better at least raise their ceiling i think dame just kind of nods and goes and does his workout and allows neil and the organization to take a brunt of most of the questions yeah and which
1: and, and dame for anybody who's wondered it's not just cj It's 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 it's, it's Anybody. Dame has said, I would make a horrible GM because if I was still GM, Sasha Pavlovich would still be on this team. Who
2: was here day one. (laughs) I think it's important, too, to note, like, CJ just bought a bunch of land. CJ is very heavily embedded in the community. CJ's going to be
1: back out here when he's all said and done.
2: CJ will be living out here. He'll get a standing ovation. He's probably going to get his jersey retired at some point. Like, there's a way that Dame... I don't worry about their friendship. Like that's part of the narrative too. Is if and you're not sending to him to friendship.
1: Siberia, you're literally sending CJ probably into
2: title contention. I mean, he gets to go play with Joel and B. That's you know every guard that I would think CJ would view that opportunity as just as big a moment for him as it would be for Ben to it, come to play. It'd probably be day.
1: a bigger moment because it's putting CJ more in the in the in the
2: limelight than it is Ben. Yeah, it'd give him his first All Star appearance if he were to stay healthy. Yeah. I think. I,
1: he he definitely be on the cusp of that. So yeah. Uh, but overall, I I don't think it's I think it's more beneficial for for Dame long term if they did make a move for Ben because not only would you have Ben uh, under contract and you're getting more talent if things didn't work, you can trade Ben for more than you can trade CJ for. I mean realistically, I mean you're yeah. It's why you're getting you're giving up CJ and firsts for Ben, right. So. Uh, I think as far as you're like moving your assets, it it would behoove Portland.
4: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up.
5: Uh, here we go. AJ Allen
1: at AJ Allen PDX. I grew up Sonics fan as a kid, went to the last home game, last home game ever, moved to Oregon for eight, for college eight years ago and never left. I've rooted for the Blazers, but never been to super invested in teams of the OK series. What should get me excited about this team?
2: First of all, I can really relate to that. Um, you can go check the social medias from five, six, seven years ago. I very similar. I grew up, I loved Gary Payton. I loved watching him throw lots. You had, you had the
1: Sonics Abbey for a long time.
2: I still do. Do you still have it up? Oh, no. Yeah. Gary Payton is my, that's my guy, man. Like, I, I love that he didn't give a an S and he talked yeah. shit to Michael Jordan's face. Like, I, I love that. But um, also didn't hate the Blazers. I loved the I-5 rivalry. I mm-hmm. thought that was fun. What should get you excited for this year's team? That's a great question. And this is going to be a very subjective answer, I think, from many different people. Yeah. Um, I think mine is kind of just... Mine's more like S or get off the pot. Mm -hmm. You brought in a new coaching staff, you're running a new system, but you continue to tell us or sell us that this group is going to get it done. And now we're on the brink of potentially losing a Damian Lillard to a trade request. All right, this feels like the year. This feels like the year that you have to push really close to winning a second round, if not getting out of the second round to keep Dame happy. You lose in the first round and it's going to be hard not to see this thing kind of get blown up in a certain regard. So to me, is I hope this doesn't sound negative, but to me, it's almost the chaos looming mm. or the payoff to years and years of waiting to see this group be more than what they largely have been. And that's nothing but a first-round exit.
1: So you dropped the sitting on the toilet and pushing as hard as you can, and that imagery was just... Mm-hmm. That was there, buddy. Well done. We're, we're doing it in the morning, true, so I true, figured it was
2: morning dump. Yeah,
1: true professional. It's a morning constitutional. <laughs> um, so what are you excited about this team? Taking a big old poop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in the similar vein. I think it's, for me, the the excitement is in the the, the general basketball, for sure. But having covered this team for, for so long now, I'm at the point of this is something is going to happen. That's what should excite you. And it's either going to be the end of an era or, or the continued, um, you know, push of an era, either they're, they're They succeed beyond their expectations and they build upon it one more time, or they fall short of expectations and they're finally going to tear it down because financially they have to, mm-hmm. they, they're just, they don't, they don't have anybody locked up they have got so much money tied up in between Dame CJ and Norm now. I think it's like 110, 112 million um, going into next year that they can't do anything. So you have to make something happen because if you don't, you're stuck here and mm-hmm. you will be in true basketball purgatory because you won't have the the, the assets the, or, or anything else to make things happen. And I think that's exciting. Because it will, this is the, the, a no doubt fork in the road. And I think that's kind of where I've, I've, I've ended up so far in that this is going to, I, I've, I think I've said this the last two or three years, like, no, this is going to be the year. In reality, I, I think because of how everything is lined up, unless they make a trade, you know, between now and the deadline, I think this is kind of what it is, what it is. And unless they truly succeed, they're going to have to make a significant change.
2: It's a Game of Thrones episode to me. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if I'm going to be you happy can get about punched the out of
1: nowhere. Oh my god! Yeah. They took away my favorite player.
2: <laughs> right. It could be a Mountain Viper episode <laughs> where a guy I like gets just absolutely his his skull crushed in. I don't know. Or it could end up being a happy ending. Who knows? I don't know where it's going.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man.
2: That's that's it's interesting. But I find that itself that's entertaining. Yes. That no. That's is exciting, exciting what's about because it,
1: yeah. you don't know. You like. Right. In the past, I think you can—I think you can kind of project what this team is, but I do think that because of the volatility in the roster, because you've got guys in contract years, because the new coaching staff came in and promised so much to so many people, what was can be considered um, volatile before it pales in comparison to what would be volatile this year. So it's—it's it's the whole idea of something has to give. And I think right. it's, it's it's from top to bottom for the first time. So I think that's what's, what's exciting is like something's going to happen. Uh, this from Joel. Uh, just Joel. Mr. Yolius, what numbers would show that Nurk had a great season?
2: Ooh, a great season? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 18 and 11, 18 wow. and 12. Wow. I was,
1: I was literally going to say 18, <laughs> 12, 4, and 2.
2: This pod mailbags turning into us just agreeing on yeah, every I answer. Yeah, I know. That we have.
1: Well, Dame, Dame had uh, a quote a uh, 2 3 years ago who said like Nurk at his peak is is an 18 and 12 guy. Like th- there's only like 3 4 of those guys in the league who can That's do it. It's an amazing through. stat line. It's a monster. Like 20 and 10 is a hell of a stat line. Uh Nurk probably sli- comes down a little bit in the scoring department but goes up in the playmaking department uh, across most bigs. Uh he like I said I, he's not Jokic, but he's a pretty damn good playmaker. So if he was like 18, 12, 4 and 2, that's when you're just like that's your great season. That's yeah. your holy crap, this guy is a monster.
2: Dan, if he's going to be 18 and 12 and 2, I would imagine that they are sitting either where I think they can oh, if the third they hit or fourth. their limit. Or they're the third seed yeah. and they have like a really surprise season.
1: Yeah, I mean he he has always been the swing player for them because mm-hmm. Dame's gonna give you twenty eight seven and five. CJ's gonna give you twenty four and four. Norm and the other like you you've got some solid role players behind him, but Nurk has always been the swing guy. It but that usage he has to be efficient with it. Yeah, and that's where I question it. Yep, I I love the big fella, but I just eh, he's never. Tick that box, and and yeah. a, I don't. I have a hard time believing a coaching change is what makes him more efficient. So again, things to be excited about. There's another one. You know, what does that look like for Nurk? Is he boom or busting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this from Rick S at Rick Sparber. What's the health status on Snell? Uh, he was supposed to be gearing up for practice uh, this week. Uh, I don't think he's participated yet, though. So. Uh, still waiting on that. I would imagine if they if they went yesterday, uh, I I didn't see any reports on him then. So Mm-mm. they typically, well, I can't say typically anymore because Stotts is the head coach. But the the rule had always been you had to get a full practice in before you before before you played in the game. So I
2: wouldn't be shocked if Chauncey changes the stance on that belief. Yeah, because like, he again is, but veteran. was a, four, a veteran player. Yet and
1: he says if yeah. if if you if you say you're ready and the doctors say you're ready, you can right. give it a go um so we might see him well uh, we might see him out there on monday i i doubt it i i would, imagine I, would I would look wednesday. for more wednesday yeah.
2: yeah wednesday or even friday Yeah.
1: i would imagine well he's gonna they're gonna want to get him out there because i don't think they know yet who that ninth man is whether it's whether it's snell or whether it's
2: nas well that's why monday is a huge day for nas
1: yeah he's got to he's got to rebound in that respect and show that it was just the jitters uh he had a uh a statement the other day. I think it was quick had a, a line from him and basically said, yeah, I was, I was pressing. I was playing. I was nervous. I was a little on the edge. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hopefully we, we get some good news on Snell. Hopefully we get some good news on, uh, Norm and, uh, let's see. Zeller had successful surgery. I, lo- I love, I love successful surgeries. Successful <laughs> surgeries are the
2: best ones. Ooh. Do they ever email you when it's not successful? No, because they, <laughs> we definitely
1: didn't get the email on Zach Collins's unsuccessful surgery. Or, you know, I, I wasn't covering the team at the time. I imagine we didn't get any um, e- emails or, or uh, you know, direct press releases from the Blazers on Greg Oden's unsuccessful microfracture surgery.
2: No? No? Nothing? No. Okay. Whap, hashtag, whap, too, whap, whap. hashtag too soon. Hashtag too soon.
1: Hashtag uh, too soon. This from Jeff Kramer at Hoop Storyteller. Shout out Jeff Kramer. We ran into each other uh, at, a, at a local Panera out in Sherwood the other day. There you go. He saw me gimping around, uh, leaving the house for the first time really in months. And, uh, yeah, so shout out to him for that. Do you expect the Blazers to try to push the ball more on the fast break this season? Are you buying it yet?
2: No. <laughs> no. I want to say yes. I want to I want to be there with people that are going there. And I hope I'm wrong when I say this, but, no, I, I don't buy it. We – we get sold this every year, every team. We're going to play great, faster. Play with more base. We're going to push the top ball. I think the, <laughs> I think uh, Malone just said this about the Nugs a week or two ago. Yeah. We're going to push the pair It's like, no, you're not. You have Jokic. He's not out there trying to gallop with all of these smaller horses. Yeah. He's a he's a beast. So, no, I do not buy it. I don't think Dame wants to operate that way. I think they'll have their spurts, but largely I think it'll be about the same.
1: I'm, I am buying this if I can buy the points. So, hear me okay. out. Okay. Okay. I, I am buying this if, by the Blazers, you mean the second unit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not fair. No, I'm not giving that <laughs> That's, that's
1: me buying the points there. That's that's, that's I, what I, that is.
2: I would tell you that Norm and Ann or Norm or uh, uh, Ant and CJ or whatever ends up being consistent with the second unit, I would tell you that's going to be a little faster. But they're with gonna, the starting lineup yeah. involved, no. no.
1: No, they're not. Uh, I, I, I do believe that there's two people that are going to be important in pushing the pace. And one of them you'll expect is Ant. The second one I think most people probably don't expect. Larry Nance Jr. I could see that. He wants to grab... He, who is the only guy on this team who can grab and go? Legitimately. It's Larry Nance Jr. Like,
2: You're not going to give our boy Rocco any love?
1: Listen, I, I, I don't want Cove taking the ball 90 feet. It's just
2: How dare you compare him to Al Farouk? I was just going to say,
1: he's not a Minu, <laughs> But... I never wanted for Luke yeah. to put the ball down. Like, that was a terrifying exercise. Larry, not only do I want him to do it, I'm confident in him doing it.
2: Danny, wouldn't you say, like, they're better served for Ant to go out there and do what a 22-year-old or a 21, 22-year-old? Yeah. Like, isn't, wouldn't you say, like, that's kind of a sneaky good part of a new strategy is you play the traditional Dame-CJ way and then you bring in a young guy who's foaming at the mouth to be really good and to get a, a a really good deal bring him in and let him just go use He's that your athleticism. Of pace, not monster. Yes. It it almost could feel And this dude did it twice with two different teams. It could feel a lot like what Leandro Barbosa did for Phoenix back in the day and Golden State. It's come in and just go, and you're like, oh, crap, this is a different unit. Put you on your heels. You're just like, okay,
1: I'm used to playing in the half court against Damon CJ. That's tough. Now this 22 year old dude is going to put me on my heels with just pick and rolls, getting out early, uh, early offense. And I think, again, Larry Nance Jr. is a big part of that because he can grab and go, and pushes the pace. Uh, I, I think you'll see if Nas does get those minutes, that's another young guy who wants to get out and transition. Snell, Macklemore, I don't I think they're kind of ambivalent in that regard. I don't think they're gonna mm-hmm. play fast, but I don't think they're like playing a plodding pace. Uh and Zeller is not Ennis Cantor. Like Zeller can move. So you can get into your sets a
2: little bit more. You don't you don't get you're not gonna miss that Ennis Cantor run up the court? I love it.
1: I, I listen, I love Ennis. It, it was just no, it's he's, he's just, <laughs> no, he, he, no. How long it took that unit to get into stuff was yeah. just painful. It, yep. It wasn't like the Blazers could run if they wanted to. If Ant ran with that unit, he'd be ahead of everybody else. And he'd be playing, you know, one on three, one on four, one on five, because those guys just, that's not how they operate. So I, I do believe they will try to push the pace more. I don't know how much it'll necessarily be on the fast break, but getting into stuff early, getting into more early offense, getting into more quick sets where they get downhill, I would look for Ant to push that, but I would look even more for, for Larry Nance Jr. to kind of be the... He's hes the guy hitting the go, 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 go. like Right. One thing that, that stood out from that game, and everybody said, oh, Larry Nance didn't really do anything in the box score. No, there's two things that he did uh, on both ends of the floor. Uh, it was talk and push, and that was on both ends. It was... Hey, defensively. No, you need to go here, and he would. Hey, no, 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 go, 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 go. Offensively. Hey, let's go. Let's get into this. Let's push it. And, and you can see where his brain just works faster than everybody else's. And I think that's going to push things on both ends of the and I think it's going to be, end up being a good thing. So, uh, we we I guess what, there's a slight disagreement there, right?
2: No, that there, there's a disagreement. I mean i I think we're kind of arriving at the same spot that largely the pace won't look. Different when you just average it out. No, but team
1: wide, but the the differentiation between both units.
2: Well, and Larry's got a good chance too. I mean, you could already make an argument that he is, but he's got a great chance to, to be one of those stable veteran leaders that this team kind of needs of guys. I I went to a finals. I was young. I wasn't ready. And then as soon as that happens, I lose it. And now I'm playing at the bottom of the, the basement in the NBA and I hated it. And like, there's, there's a lot to be taken away from, I think for a guy like Nance to have won early and then to have eventually just finished near the bottom of the NBA for a couple of years been to now come back to that mountain, yeah, to now come back to a situation where it's like, hey, I, I do know what it takes to win. I I've been a winner before. Now I'm on a winning team. Let me let me step in and and, and implement my leadership. Let me try to put help push the pace. Maybe get some easy lob dunks and putback dunks, things of that nature.
1: Let me show you the way. Yes. Which listen, I'm I'm here for. You know what else I'm here for? More questions. I have a ton of Ben Simmons questions, but we're going to pocket those because, well, it's, it's it's too much Ben Simmons stuff, guys.
2: Is it about fit or is it just about getting him?
1: Uh, Just about getting him around uh, costs. Uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Do you think the teams find a middle ground?
2: Uh, what's the most you would pay? I don't think they're trading. I, I, I don't I, think
1: that ultimately it ends up being in Portland.
2: They, they need I, – look, I, I want nothing more than to be wrong about opinions that people want to be right but there is no indication that they're remotely interested in this deal in any way. No, like if called if Neil.
1: that insane price point.
2: Like if anything, if you wanted to be encouraged about Portland's ability to get him, you would hear that Neil called Daryl and said, Hey, CJ in this. And then maybe you hear about what Daryl's counter to that is the fact that you're hearing Daryl call team saying, Hey, give me your second best player and I'll give you our second best player. And then you throw in three firsts and three swaps. Like, to me, that's a red flag that there's no interest here in Portland. Yeah. They don't want to make that trade, and they're not going to make that trade.
1: It's it's an interesting negotiating position that both teams are in. And ultimately, what that price ends up being for Ben Simmons is going to be weird.
2: It's going to be much lower than what that reported asking price was, I'll tell you that much. He then, 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 then the hardened
1: reversed. one? Yeah, certainly. But what it ultimately ends up looking like, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to laugh unendingly if it ends up being something around John Wall. I, I, I am, I'm going to die in that regard. Like it's, it's going to be insane if that ends up happening.
2: I wouldn't understand why Philly would want to do that. Um, I kind of get the interest from Houston of just we don't really, we're not really anything. Like let Ben come down here and cook.
1: Yeah, we got Kevin Porter Jr. and uh, Jalen Green and and Sangoon. Right. Like this could be fun. Throw
2: Ben Simmons into that pile. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. They still have Christian Wood, right?
1: Yeah, I would yes, imagine
2: he would be in that. It'd deal. be
1: Wood and Wall. Okay, I, I think that would kind. Would of... Would that
2: money work, or would Philly have to throw somebody in?
1: They probably have to throw
2: somebody else in. Which, okay. I mean, but still, if you're Ben, you'd be that and be like, "Screw it, let's go." Me and some young dudes and let them do their I, thing. I, I
1: think they would put him at the top of the packing order. Sure, I think. Uh, I'm not entirely certain of how much the, how highly they value Jalen Green like do they see him as a as a number one but um, I think it'd be interesting this is also an interesting question this from Smokey Joe at Castile underscore Sean for the mailbag if or when the Trailblazers get a G League team uh, and what do they get with a G League team
2: I, I've given up that they're going to have a G League team
1: well I don't think you should give up because the league is going to force them
2: well, when the league forces them, then great. But I don't—they're not willing to go do that on their own. What do they get? I mean, I think it's nice to have a direct system instead of picking and choosing where you're sending guys.
1: Yeah, whether it's to Texas or Reno or Chicago, <laughs> yeah. the main Red Claws or Chicago. It's
2: so—it's you know? so weird that they do that in this league, where they're like, "Hey, go play in somebody else's farm system." It's like you don't see that in baseball. Um, just having a direct pipeline. I still wish that Vancouver was the destination for our G League, Vancouver, Washington. But why? Well, why not? Because that's a that's that's a ways away.
1: When you Vancouver, Washington? Yeah. Give me give me like Beaverton or Tualatin.
2: I mean, look, if you if we can house them in Tualatin or Beaverton, I'm all for that too. Whatever's the closest for me to be able to go drive and watch yeah. G League basketball. Like, If they parked them at night.
1: George Fox at Newburgh, I'd be like, hell yes. Like,
2: sign me up. <laughs> also, be careful, Newburgh. You're getting a whole thing of NBA guys taking over your town, man. <laughs> They're gonna <good. laughs> Just be careful. That, that's an interesting setup in itself. But, uh, yeah, welcome to my hell. It would be nice to have it somewhat located. I know Idaho, like, I just like Salem, oh. even. Salem's not that far. There's a new facility just got built, too. Actually, it's a friend of mine. He built the facility. It's like, uh, it's almost like the hoop, but, uh, um, oh, nice. There's a place to go. Pl- there's plenty of options to go play.
1: Yeah. I, this this whole idea of like you need to set it up in like this massive arena, and it's like, no, like, there's multiple G league teams that play in like teams practice facilities
2: with stands set up. Like it's just, and fans barely go to any of these games, yeah. like any of
1: them. It's if, if anybody, if, if you're making money off of it, it's because of streaming and endorsements, but you're using it as a development pipeline, but not just for your players, but for coaches, right? Things that you want to try, like, Hey, what if we went about things like this? You know, it's, I, I understand to an extent neil's hesitancy of like well we, we do better developing in-house da, da, da. I'm like yes your your development is better than anybody else's you know better and that that part of it pisses me off because it's just like there's 28 other teams because there's one other team right now without a team it's either phoenix or denver i can't remember where they flopped um but you're so smart that you don't need it that part of it irks me but I get what they're saying about having them around the NBA guys. But you can do both. Like that's I mean, you're thing. talking
2: about organizations, Danny, that are far more successful than you that have them and benefit from using yes. them, enjoy having them. And Neil's out here like, we don't need it.
1: Yeah, we do things better. And it's like, God, I hate that hubris. It drives yeah. me insane. You look at how good teams have been, not just with G League, but drafting in the second round and, and player development and taking these chances – Having that G League affiliate allows you to take more chances. Like I'm glad that they finally took another two way, but what if you had your own G League affiliate? Would Moses Brown still be in Portland?
2: I mean, you'd probably want him still in Portland. First of all, Um, second of all, yeah. I mean, imagine sending Greg Brown to go play at the Salem Statesman or the Salem Capitals. Oh wow! Did you
1: just did you just name the team Salem Statesman? I like that.
2: I, you know either Salem's capitals or the Salem statesman like I think you go with that if you're I don't think in Salem. I don't think
1: you can go with capitals because that's just why it's 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 too much you know Washington Capitals right you know I'll screw them a little hockey action no okay. well we want
2: to we don't we want to call our baseball team the Mavericks I think you know that's, that's an fair. homage yeah it's an homage but it's like also it's like there's some Do you go man.
1: homage or homage
2: you know I kind of just did both there yeah. and I always feel very insecure when I say the word <laughs> so I kind of do both i I play both you hands just throw wait.
1: both out there that way you're just not worried about it
2: yeah yeah it really is one of those situations are, are you worried about sounding like
1: a douchebag when you say
2: homage no i worry about just being wrong because oh, okay. i'm wrong a lot That's you know fair. what i mean it's like uh <laughs> i just said what's the american soccer that plays in the premiere christian pul pul pulichich what's his name yeah no
1: christian uh well it's true you get pulisic pulisic or what's the other one uh pulisic so yeah it's
2: okay pick your poison yeah. i guess it's It's uh, funny,
1: like even the official media guide I've heard um Premier League announcers get it wrong. So uh, if I'm bad at
2: one thing more than anything else that I'm awful at pronunciations it's names. Oh, Named yeah. and pronunciations of names. I am so 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 bad especially well, where would you get a football.
1: segment of just you know a, a bunch of names to have you to say and just
2: like Polynesian yeah. players, I'm done. I still can't say the DJ kid's name at Clemson like I, I don't say it right. <laughs> I can't do it. There's like a mental block where I just short circuit. Yes, I just call him DJ, the Clemson quarterback.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I uh, we, we had the spelling competition once uh, on uh, at, at NBC. Yeah, and they had Hazen uh, and Ontodakumpo, uh, and I got them both. And the look on Joe and Shane's face was just <laughs> like, "Oh, you a hole! Like you would, you would know how to spell both of those and how to say them both." I was like, ah, it's me, you know. I'm the a hole. Um, but yeah, I think it's a perfect place to wrap up. A nice little tidy forty minutes here, and uh, we finish on me being an a hole.
2: Dude, yeah, Danny, if there's anything to tease though coming up, and I know you're gonna get into all that. Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, rate, review, subscribe. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think this week's pods. I know they're not playing Dame and CJ for the 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 Kings game, and I this, get this the, the interest. This is kind of the buildup, man. Because if you look at the schedule, it's the 10th as we record this. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to hear this on the 11th when the, the game's going to happen. Like the time is ticking and it's, qu- we're only 10 days away from tip. We're a week away from actual basketball. Like when a you're, week when you're, when
1: you're hearing this. Boop. Yes. Uh, more importantly, there it we're, is. We're, we're, Whoop. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so much. Sometimes I can't help but do the dad joke thing. No, no, I listen, just, it's, it's totally
1: acceptable. You, at least you didn't throw in the uh, the, the the new song. So, um, scoop there it is. No, nothing.
2: Oh my god, I hate that commercial. You would, you would hate that I commercial. Hate, it's pure joy. Uh, pure I hate joy. that commercial. You're a monster. <sighs> like, I am a monster. Like
1: Brandon said, we do have uh, a ton coming up uh, Wednesday. Obviously, the the goofy schedule game. Uh, 2 p.m. But we will have you for the post game there. Um, we will have you through all of uh, preseason and then into the regular season. Because it is a Wednesday game, we will move the live show again to Thursday. So that one will it will be consistently inconsistent all season long. We'll we'll try to keep it on Wednesday or Thursday. That will is kind of the the plan there. Um, so if you've got questions following the next two games, which can I just Real quick, irritated about the fact that they had a week off and then three games in a week.
2: That's a weird way to run a preseason, right? but yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if the players care about that at all. But yeah, I thought that was really strange too.
1: Like, not even one game, like a game, you know, Saturday, like that. What just to like break it up a f- little bit more? It's kind of goofy. I don't know. But like Brandon said, like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, We're both very terrible about working that in. We only put it in the beginning and the end because that's when we remember. Um, We're true professionals. Uh, If you haven't already on YouTube, it's free. Click subscribe. That's it. Go to YouTube or or go to your favorite podcast feed. Click Mm -hmm. subscribe. It's free. All of it's free. And we thank you all so, 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 so very much. Yes, we do. Help us out by clicking some buttons. And then if you're feeling really, really, really spicy, Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, you can love us. You can hate us. Just let us know that you're listening and what you like or what you don't. It's that simple.
2: Right. And then uh, stick along for the ride because this season at any given point, Danny could turn into the Nate from Ted Lasso and we could end up having some controversy here. You never know what you're going to get with this.
1: We, we will. We Once the game start, we will hundred percent have more controversy than we have right now. You and I have just talked about this team for so long. We're, we're yeah. we are both in the same general corner of like, Hmm. Let me see what's going to happen with this.
2: That's basically where we're at is yeah. can we watch the games yeah. that matter and then we can maybe disagree on a lot of things. Because we will. Or...
1: We will. There, I, I already <laughs> know a couple of things that we're going to disagree on. But, um, again, if you haven't already, please like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all of the things. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, at Danny Maring, at Brandon Sprague. Uh, you can email the show, jackdramseys at gmail.com. If you didn't hear your questions today, don't worry. They will get worked in. Uh, I'm trying to group them all together uh, with certain things. Uh, And we will probably revisit them, uh, some of them, in the pre- and post-game show because they will kind of tie in a little bit more there. Uh, So until next time, everybody, thank you all so, 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 so very much. Uh, This is uh, for Brandon. I'm Danny. Uh, We'll catch you next time.
5: Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?